0: This is Brain Diet, episode number 26. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everyone? Hello, welcome. I'm here with another episode for you. I'm recording from my office, as I usually am, And it's kind of interesting because this last week I was having some hearing tests done. I've been having some hearing loss. And so I went to have these tests done and they took me into this teeny tiny little padded room and it had this like vintage 12 inch TV and they had this camera on the end of a probe. And I was sitting in this room and he was looking in my ear and it was showing up on this creepy looking old TV. And for some reason, the first thing I thought was, this would sound so good to record my podcast in here. (laughs) And I even said that out loud. And I'm pretty sure that the audiologist just thought that I was an idiot, I'm sure, but it made me laugh and it would be fun to record an episode in a padded room like that. But I really like doing it in my office. I really like that I can share this space with you. I've shared before on the podcast how important my office is to me, how much I love it, and it's just such a safe space. And I love getting to share it with the podcast listeners. And obviously with my clients, we do all of our online work and getting to share something that's so important with me with you all is just something I feel very lucky to do. I've also recorded a few episodes in my own closet depending on if my children are awake, and that's really entertaining too, but you know, kind of uncomfortable. It works, I guess, but anyway, the office is my preferred space to be recording this. Maybe one day I'll do one in a weird, padded, creepy, vintage-type hearing room, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, today, brought to you from my office, we are talking all about why you can't follow through. This is a recurring topic that I have people bringing to coaching sessions. Clients will be so focused on planning useful things and they come saying that they've made a plan and then it comes time to follow through and they don't. I've shared on the podcast before how important planning is. Being a good planner isn't just a personality trait that you either have or you don't. It's actually a mental skill that utilizes the highest functioning part of your brain. The ability to plan ahead of time is something that only humans have. But if you don't practice and develop that ability, just like any other skill in life, you aren't going to get good at it. But let's say that you do make a plan. Let's say that you plan to exercise every day this week. And then Monday morning comes and you don't do it. Then later in the day, you keep thinking to yourself, I wish I would have followed through with working out this morning. Why didn't I do it? What's the problem that I can't follow through? So to break it down, the reason that you don't follow through is actually really simple. We don't follow through with things because of an emotion we feel. Stay with me here because I know it might sound too simple, but let me show you what I'm talking about. In the most simple terms, if we feel unmotivated, we aren't going to take action. This seems straightforward enough, right? The reason we don't get out of bed in the morning to exercise is because we're feeling unmotivated, tired, maybe disinterested. Though the day before, when we initially made our plan to exercise, we were at the time, feeling motivated and committed. When the morning rolls around and our alarm goes off, we are feeling different emotions in that moment. You with me? If you've been with me for a while, you know that I use the self-coaching model that's developed by Brooke Castillo. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to episode four, how to solve any problem. And it will go more in depth about what the model is and how it works. But In essence, what the model does is show us that thoughts create our feelings. How we think generates how we feel. So if on a Sunday afternoon we are thinking, I'm ready to take care of myself this week, we might think that thought and feel motivated. And then when we feel motivated, we set ourselves the plan to exercise in the future, in this case, the following morning. So a thought we have creates an emotion, and how we feel drives how we act. Then, the following morning, we hear our alarm and we think a new thought. Something like, I'm way too tired. And we feel the emotion of disinterested that comes from that thought, and we take the action to shut off the alarm. Thought, creating a feeling, driving an action. Can you see how this works a little bit? So I've stuck with this morning exercise example because it's a pretty relatively universal example to illustrate what I'm trying to teach here, which is that if we aren't following through on something, it's because of how we are feeling in the moment that it is time for us to follow through. The reason that it seems like sometimes the not following through thought, something like I'm way too tired, and the emotion that follows can be so powerful And we seem to just not understand why we can't muscle our way through it, is because our human brains are designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and find the path of least resistance. Like that's wiring that perpetuates survival and is very useful. So what happens in the moment that it is time for you to follow through on something that you planned ahead of time that's good for your long-term well-being like exercise, but might not be the easiest and the most comfortable thing to do, that primal part of your brain operating by those three criteria I just mentioned kicks into high gear. Our primal brain operates in the moment. So that's why you can so easily plan something ahead of time without too much fuss because your primal brain is only focusing on the present moment. It doesn't care what you're doing tomorrow morning. At least it doesn't care until tomorrow morning comes and becomes the present moment and it's time to follow through. What is the primal brain's best line of defense to this? The answer is what are called indulgent emotions. Indulgent emotions are those that keep us stuck. Our brains create thoughts that create indulgent emotions that cause us to not take action because our brain seeks pleasure, wants to avoid pain, and find the path of least resistance. Yeah? For example, overwhelm is an indulgent emotion because we feel it and then inaction follows. Like, have you ever been so overwhelmed by something that you just end up doing nothing? This is what my brain wants to do when I first start a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. Like, I dump the puzzle out onto my table, and my brain gets completely overwhelmed by so many tiny pieces, and just getting them all flipped over is overwhelming, let alone putting them together. So initially, my brain is too overwhelmed and just wants to not even start. Confusion is also an indulgent emotion. We feel confused and like we don't know how to do something, so then we just don't do it. In other words, more inaction. I did this with my college homework. I feel like I would think a thought like, I just don't know how to do this, and then I would feel confused, and then I wouldn't even look for ways to find solutions. Like even if it meant reaching out to the professor or calling someone else from that class, I just was so confused that I did believed this idea in my brain that I didn't know what to do, so then I didn't do anything. But really, that was just a thought my brain was offering me that wasn't necessarily true. It just blocked me from my own ability to find a solution. It blocked me from my own ability to take action. So confusion kept me stuck in college when I was trying to do my college homework. Another indulgent emotion is indecision. Because for our brain, it just feels safer to spin an indecision and not take any action to not make any decision, and in doing so, when we don't make decisions, then we stay where we are. Okay, and another emotion that is indulgent, believe it or not, is tired. Now, you can feel tired physically, but did you know that you can also feel tired emotionally? Going back to the morning exercise example, people will often say when they try to do this that they just were so tired. But listen, if you had a flight to Hawaii early in the morning, it wouldn't matter if you were tired. You'd get up and go because emotionally you'd be feeling excited. Can you see the difference here? Indulgent emotions are a sneaky way that our brain keeps us stuck and keeps us from taking any action. Your brain will also create the urge to change plans at the last minute. This is another strategy of that primal brain to prevent us from following through. So your brain will provide you with all of the reasons why it would be very legitimate to change plans. Like I was up really late last night or I need more sleep because I have an exam coming up. Like it comes up with all of these, what you might believe are legitimate reasons to change plans, right? It will also come up with emergencies, quote unquote, to prevent you from following through. And sometimes not even as drastic as an emergency, it will just come up with all of the distractions. Like, make sure you check your phone. You should probably check your email. Have you texted your mom about dad's birthday next month? Make sure you add bananas to your grocery list. Like, have you ever noticed this, that you sit down to complete a task and all of a sudden you're like thinking of all of the things on your to-do list. You're totally distracted or a kid's crying or something needs to be cleaned or something else, anything, but what it is that you have set out to do for yourself needs to be done. <laughs> like, this is what our brains do. They don't like the discomfort of following through of doing something that's uncomfortable. They have all these tactics for stopping you from following through. So what is the solution to this? Here's what people try to do when they notice this within themselves. They try to change things first on an action level. This is what people are doing when they start a new diet. They are changing the actions they've been taking in order to try to achieve a different result. Now, this might make sense, but I want to illustrate why it's just not as effective and won't create the lasting change. You've probably all been there where you try to change your actions and then all of a sudden the actions just go back to what they were before, right? So if we look at what I've just told you, actions come from how we feel and how we feel comes from how we think. So if we only attempt to change our actions, we aren't addressing what precedes the action which is a feeling preceded by a thought. I'll give you another example. I have tried my whole life to be a morning person. I have planned to get up early, to get things done. And in general, I've just, I've never been able to do it. I could never really follow through for years. I could never get myself to get up before the absolute last minute. I remember people in college talking about how they would just get up early in the morning and finish the project. And my mind was always blown that that was even an option. Like, how was it even possible that people could be motivated enough to get up early in the morning and finish something before the day actually starts? And so I would try and try and try to change this action, this habit, and it just never stuck. But then finally, I checked in with the thought that was behind this action, and the more that I explored my mind and asked some useful questions, I found I had the belief that I'm just not a morning person. And that belief, that thought made me feel wishy-washy. Is that an emotion, wishy-washy? Because that's what it made me feel. So then I would never get up when I said I would. And there would even be times where I would like set my alarm knowing I wouldn't follow through, which was ridiculous because then of course I wouldn't, right? Right. But what's so interesting is looking at a thought like I'm just not a morning person, we think we would just be making an observation of facts. Like I felt like that was very true, that I just was not a morning person. But really, it was just a thought. It was just a sentence that I really believed. And because I believed that sentence, it became really difficult for me to become a morning person. So once I really understood that thought and questioned it a little bit and I played around with it a little bit and I wondered if maybe I was wrong, I all of a sudden felt free. And now what's crazy, I get up very first in my house and it's my favorite part of the day being the only one awake. I never thought I would be that person, but it was all because I just decided to take a look at the belief that was driving the action. The solution, therefore, instead of addressing the action first, is we have to first witness what it is we are thinking. We have to recognize the thoughts going through our head in the moment before we don't follow through on something. Because did you know that all of our actions are within our control? And that is because all of our thoughts are within our control. We might not think that they are. We might think that thoughts just happen to us, but that's not true. Thoughts are optional sentences in our brain that we can choose. Now there are many thoughts that we have that serve us. They operate so deeply on autopilot that we aren't even fully aware of them, but they create an emotion that drives an action that is useful for us. It's like brushing our teeth. Our brain has a thought like I need to brush my teeth and we feel the emotion of committed and we take the action of brushing our teeth, but it's not a very conscious thought because our brain has recognized that action as very useful. And it's so useful that it just puts the thought on autopilot right? That's why we don't even notice that we have the thought is because it's like so deep in our brains. But when we are doing something that we don't want to do, like not following through, that's when we examine the thoughts behind it to then take a look if we want to keep them or not. We don't look at the how to do something, the action to take. We more deeply have to examine the why, What happens is when you are able to choose a thought that helps you follow through, you develop a completely different relationship with yourself. You give your brain more evidence that this new thought that you've chosen is true, and it will want to keep looking for evidence to prove it true so that it can decide if it wants to believe it. And if it believes it and it's proving useful, it can just put it on autopilot. You change your thought and feeling pattern, so not only are you able to take the action you want to take, but you're able to feel great doing it as well, which when you feel great doing something, you create more energy to continue doing it. As you begin to notice what it is you are thinking, you may find a lot of things that you don't like. So a key for all of this is to face what you find in your mind with total compassion. When you find thoughts and beliefs about yourself and about your abilities or your lack of abilities, you will only be able to make true change if you approach all of it with compassion for yourself and for the reason that your brain has decided to offer those specific thoughts. Another example of this is a friend of mine for the life of her was always eating at night and she didn't want to be. She would set a cutoff time for her eating and she would always end up eating after that cutoff time at night anyway, and she tried for years to change the action. She would try different ways to make her attempt to uphold what it was that she had planned. And there were days where she would succeed, but it never lasted because she was using willpower and willpower is resisting your emotions and fighting against them. When it comes to willpower, it's a battle of you against you and you will always lose. So of course she could last a while not eating at night, but then she would fall back into the same patterns every time. So being very curious, we examined her thoughts that drove this night eating, the thoughts that led to this action that she didn't want and not following through with her plan. And what we found was this thought of it's just not enough. And that thought would make her feel scarce. And as I asked her questions about it, she shared that when she was growing up, she often didn't have food to eat as a kid. They really didn't have enough. She never knew when she would eat next. So her brain became very experienced at thinking this thought of, it's just not enough. And after years and years of thinking that thought, no matter how much she tried to change the action, that thought always won. And she would still continue to eat at night. But once we understood that thought and had so much compassion for it, she was able to gain some authority over it and decide to think a different thought on purpose that was more useful and made it infinitely easier for her to change her actions. So if you seem to find it difficult to follow through with something that you've planned, you look inside your mind and you ask yourself, why? What am I thinking That is driving a feeling that's preventing me from following through. Witness, notice, be totally curious and exercise complete compassion for what you find. One of the best ways to notice what you think is to take a pen to paper, set a timer and do a thought download. It doesn't even need to be long. It can be three, four, five minutes, but set the timer and don't stop writing until that timer goes off write what comes to your mind when the moment arrives for you to follow through with something. Be so curious about it. Ask lots of questions and love yourself for every single sentence you discover. And listen, this right here is one of the most valuable resources a coach can offer you, because More often than not, a coach can see so much more clearly into your mind than even you can. A coach is able to help you recognize your beliefs and your thoughts when you can't recognize them because you just believe them to be so true. Like I hear it almost every single day where a client will say something like, I didn't even notice that, or I didn't realize I was doing that, or I didn't know that I had that thought. So listen, I want to help you be able to see your brain. I want to be able to help you follow through in your life and be able to take the action that changes your life. And that's half the reason that I do this podcast is because it can put out information on how to do it. But if you want help, if you want someone to really see your brain clearly, schedule a free mini session with me through the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon.